This is the Holland Assets Podcast, where we show you how to start and run your own trucking company. Ever wanted to go out on your own? Follow Chris as he goes through the highs and lows of running on his own authority. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Holland Assets Podcast. This is episode number 84. I am Craig, your host. And over there, he is... Chris, try not to laugh. At what, At this what is, Chris? This is start number two. The first one was not... Uh, I, I, I kind of want you to keep that first one in there. Yeah, well, uh, we'll see about that. Not your smoothest uh, introduction. <laughs> we'll, we'll see about that. But uh, today, w- before we you know maybe put that on the end of the episode, I don't know. <laughs> uh, it is, like I said, episode number 84. We're talking about July financials. 2021 July financials. We do these episodes uh, once a month for anybody who is new to the show and unfamiliar with it. Uh, We go over the specific numbers that month, how many miles the company ran, uh, how much you made, any interesting pullouts from the profit and loss statement that we want to talk about. And we do this to give you a real insight into how... Uh, how a business is run on a month-to-month basis and you know the the pitfalls to watch out for the things to uh, try to emphasize as you're going through these things so uh, Chris is that a pretty fair um, summary of what we're doing here that's a good assessment all right all right so as people are listening to this I would encourage them to go to hollandassetsllc.com where you can check out the full show notes including the uh, the actual profit and loss statement that that we'll be referencing today now, you can also comment on episodes there. You can do that on Facebook as well. You can also comment on the show by leaving a five-star review because clearly it's a great show, right? Absolutely. So that's, not, We're not biased at all. No, no, no absolutely. It's a great show. Yeah, no, I'm perfectly objective, objective opinion in all things. Okay, so <laughs> Chris, before we get started on the actual numbers, uh, anything you want to update us on from this week or the last couple of weeks? Well, I was watching, or actually my dad had sent me a a text message or an email a, a week or so ago. Um, and, and it is the subject line he put best motivational speech ever. And, and so I click on the link and look at it. And it was a commencement address from a, a formal, a Navy SEAL named Admiral McRaven. Um, if you, if you've never seen it, I highly encourage to go watch it. It's, it's like 16 minutes long, uh, well worth the 16 minutes that it takes to, to show it. Uh, can we just point out that Admiral McRaven has to be that like that's a fake name from a, a book. <laughs> it's, it's like a thriller, military thriller with Admiral McRaven. Yeah, that's a right? that's a good name, isn't it? That's <laughs> not a really bad. good name for an admiral. <laughs> so uh yeah, what was it about the address? Um he he just kind of talks about 10 lessons that he learned mostly from, you know, his his uh Navy SEAL training the you know that that bud school i i can't remember it's bud school basic underwater diving school i think is mm. what it's called but that initial where they weed everybody out and find the people that are are worthy to train as as navy seals and and so he takes 10 lessons um that that he's kind of learned through that 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 um, people can use to kind of change the world and make a difference mm. and, and do things and i think a lot of them are really really applicable to the business world and um, again, I, I highly encourage anybody to go watch it. We're, I'll put the link to the YouTube video in the show notes. But if you just Google um, Admiral McRaven, I mean, it, it's out there. Yeah. Um, it, it's really popular video. It's really easy to find. But uh, highly, highly recommended. Well worth your time to watch it. So why do you why do you bring it up? What is it that he said in there that uh, 
that uh, specifically you wanted to bring there, up? There's a couple uh, of the things that he talked a little bit about. Um, two of the 10 points that I kind of want to just mention here real briefly. Um, one of them is he talks about the best boat crew. So in, in SEAL school, you're divided into boat crews. I think they're like six or seven man crews. And th- those are the kind of the people that you go through this most intimately with. And he said he was in the, the boat crew with all the tall guys, but the best performing boat crew in his class was the boat of the little guys. And they called them the munchkin crew. <laughs> the lollipop kids, maybe. <laughs> the lollipop kids, you know, yeah, something like that. But he said those guys just outshone everybody. And, and his lesson from that was you, essentially you don't judge a book by the cover. You, you respect everybody is, is what he calls that lesson respect everybody but there's a couple other things that i think are really important there um i had the same thing happen when i went through the sapper leader course through the military also a tough physically demanding school not as not nearly as tough as as seal school but kind of in that realm Um, and same thing like the big bulky guys that are muscle bound and you know what you think of when you see somebody in the military like that guy's He's, he's a badass in the military. Right. And, and, but you know what, in reality, those are oftentimes the guys that were the first to quit because I, I think, you know, as I've thought about this over the years, I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, for, for the most part, a lot of them have gotten things pretty easy in life. They haven't had to suffer to, to make things happen or to get what they want. And, and you know, the smaller guys that are a little more scrappier and, and whatnot that they, they know how to you know, push through adversity and, and, and whatnot to kind of get where they're at. Mm. And that's really, you know, a lot of what I see people when they succeed in business, it's because of that. It's because they are willing to just kind of, you know, push through and, um, you know, even though they haven't necessarily been blessed with the greatest gifts in life, they've, they've been blessed with that gift of perseverance and they, they overcome you know, and, and, and they don't give up. They may not like me, may not be the sharpest, smartest guys in, in the whole class. Well, I wasn't going to say it, but. you know, they, they can push through it. And there's a lot to be said about that. I think that's one of the best characteristics of a, of an entrepreneur, of a business owner is somebody that can, can kind of push through. And you mentioned one other thing uh, and, and from the speech, right? Yeah. There's one other that I really want to talk about. And it's, it's kind of the same thing along the same lines. Um, you know, he, he, kind of goes into this story about uh you know sometimes just life is not fair it doesn't matter how hard you prepare or how well you perform sometimes as he refers to it you you just end up as a sugar cookie and and the sugar <laughs> what does that even mean it's really well i i, I kind of want to keep people on the edge of what a sugar cookie is go watch the video and he'll explain what a sugar cookie is and it's not it's not pleasant oh it's not no oh, it's okay, not because they're delicious oh they are delicious but this is not one sugar cookie you want nothing to do with. Okay. <laughs> so duly noted. go, go watch his, uh, go watch his commencement sh- speech and you'll learn what a sugar cookie is. But he, he, the, the sentence that he uses kind of to describe this lesson is life is not always fair. Keep moving forward. And, and sometimes you just get the raw end of the stick, right? Sometimes things don't work out the way you want, even, no matter how hard you try or how hard you prepare, you know, we're all boy scouts, right? We be prepared. Um, in this room, sure. Yeah. yeah, It's, it's important, but sometimes no matter what you do, no matter how well you prepare, you're just, you're going to run into a tough situation and you know what? You just keep moving forward. 
you know, I, I, we're going to have an impact tip at the end of this episode, but I feel like we just got a couple here. So yeah, there, very there's nice. a couple good little nuggets. So, Chris, should we talk about our main topic, the numbers from July? Let's do. Okay, so uh, speaking of keeping people on the edge of their seats, I you, you've done this effectively to me, so... What are we looking at this month? How many miles did we run as a company? As a company, we ran 33,293 miles. On how many trucks? Is three. It, that's three trucks. Well, we had the fourth one start this month, but it's or in July. But I think he started like the 30th or 31st. So oh, okay. So no actual revenue from the truck. Um, it got it, The fourth truck got going okay. right at the end of the month. Okay. Well, that's good to know because... Um, getting a truck up and running is always uh, it's a task it's a chore right and so there's a lot that goes into that so i'm curious to ask you about that so Uh, five five hundred to maybe a thousand miles of that uh thirty-three thousand might be from truck number four okay so the others uh averaged it sounds like about ten to eleven thousand a piece um which is on it's on track it's on par yeah Yeah. there there was and we'll talk a little bit more about this i mean we might as well talk about it now the the numbers are a little bit lower than they would have been normally larry um he took one of those really cool vacations that you really only take every few years like you just got back from Mm -hmm. yeah um you know took a little bit more time off than normal and that all happened in july so that that obviously affected the numbers a little bit okay but good for larry i mean that's the kind of thing you need to do that oh absolutely you know it's good to unplug it's good to get away kind of recharge the batteries come back a little bit more motivated and i think especially as business owners it's something that we you know in trucking it's hard to completely unplug but unplug as much as you can and, and, and get out and, and do something like that. I, like I find when I go on vacation, I don't know if the same thing kind of happens to you, but you, you go on vacation, you do something fun that you don't normally get to do. And I'm like, man, I, I could, I could stand to do a little bit more of that. And it kind of <laughs> yeah. motivates you, you know, I'm going to do better when I get back at work and, you know, make a little bit more money or, or, you know, set myself up for, you know, a little bit better life later on down the road because I, I want to do that. And vacations do that for me. Yeah. Is it possible as a uh, as a trucking company owner or, you know, say you're a single unit owner operator, uh, is it possible to run harder, you know, just for a little while uh, coming up on a vacation? Or is that something you've got to plan for a year going mm-hmm. into it? The, the reason I ask is because, I like you said, I went on a long vacation. I took about two weeks off. But in order to do that, for about the week before I left, I just about killed myself uh, putting in, I, I don't know how many hours a day, you know, at least 14 hours a day uh, trying to get ahead so that I could relax on vacation. Is there an equivalent thing for a, 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 an owner operator or is it kind of you got to plan further ahead than a couple weeks? It, it usually, I mean, you don't necessarily have to plan ahead more than a couple weeks. You have to plan ahead because you, you know you're going to stop running for a little while and you're still going to have to pay the truck payment, still going to have to pay insurance and all the, those kind of things. But um, you, you, you kind of build a certain amount of rest periods anyway, right? You, you can only, you know, when I was driving full time, I was usually on the road for 20 to 25 days a month. Right. And so you just, you, you, part of you, you try to, you, you may run a little bit harder leading up to it. Take your, you know, five, 10 days of vacation or whatever you're going to do and then run really hard right after it. And so you can do it in a manner that you really don't, you you may take a few more days off in a month than you would otherwise, but you don't have to necessarily take the whole thing off. So a little bit of planning will help. um, And you can do that to a certain extent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's good to know. So there are some other numbers that we usually go over during these episodes. Uh, You mentioned 33,000 miles. How many of those then were deadhead miles? 
1960 which is 5.9%. Okay, so just under 6% acceptable. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty good. We'll we'll take that for deadhead. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Okay. And uh so with 33,000 miles, what was the total revenue? The total revenue was $82,041. All right. Well, that's that's a very impressive sounding number. But as we know, when you're running this many trucks, uh, it doesn't necessarily doesn't necessarily translate to profit. But we'll get there in just a second. What does that put the uh, rate per mile at? It put it at two dollars and forty six cents a mile. So okay. th yeah. th that's a pretty good rate per mile. Yeah. You know, the total revenue not too bad. It wasn't as good as it was last month, but still, you know, for three trucks, eighty two thousand isn't isn't too terribly bad. Okay, so uh, let's see, two forty six rate per mile, uh, and so what what kind of profit and or not and or profit or loss <laughs> are we looking at for this episode? Well, um, based off of the numbers, you think we would have had a profit, right? We didn't. No. We yeah we we took a little bit of a hit in July, um, three thousand nine hundred thirty three dollars and ninety four cents. Um, so just shy loss. of four thousand. Yep. Okay. And now the month before was a, a pretty good profit. Month, was our best right? month by far. Yeah, that was there yeah, was quite I, a lot. Of I'm profit trying to remember. In. I think it was like twenty six thousand. I want to yeah. say north of twenty. Yeah, somewhere. it was. Yeah, it was really good. Um, um, so this one, it, this one stings a little, I'm sure. But I, you know, now that I think about it, like I was saying, brand new truck on the road. There's probably a lot that went into that, right? Yep. There's some good reasons for that loss. Um, so I, it's one of those things. I, you know, it was a loss, but I'm not really worried about it because there's a really good ex explanation for the the loss. And so let's go through some of those things. Um, one of them, like you mentioned, was we added a new truck. Right? We got a new truck on the road. Um, and, and so what ended up happening is, is, is Mike took over, um, truck number four, the brand new truck. And he actually started driving that one around the middle of the month. Okay. But then truck number one, between transitioning out of Mike, getting the new person in it, you know, kind of getting it cleaned up, ready to go. Um, truck number one didn't go back out on the road until the very end of the month. So, um, there were a lot of, there's a lot of expenses when you put a new truck on the road. Um, we, we paid, um, there were some bank fees associated with the loan, um, there were a bunch of supplies that went into it. We logos for the truck and the trailer, um, insurance on the fourth truck for a good chunk of the month. Um, even though we didn't have four runnings and then four running, and then we paid all the permits, um, interest on the truck and trailer loans. So all of that added up to somewhere around five or 6,000 bucks just on that just to get that stuff done yeah, for so, that single truck and then of course obviously there's other stuff with the other trucks as well uh, the regular monthly maintenance and repairs and whatnot yeah, right probably yeah. a little of that there was there was some of that the repairs other than one repair we did have one big repair and that, that's a big chunk of it too it was about 7500 bucks for a new turbo oh. in truck number one oh, yeah that'd that's do part it. of the, that's part of the reason truck number one didn't get going until the end of the month is because we had to put a new turbo in it um and then so that that obviously affected it quite a bit. Their, yeah. their total repairs with that and, and a few other things and some of the maintenance, we had some maintenance stuff going on. Um, I think it was about 12, 11 or 12,000 bucks. Okay. But that includes that turbo. The turbo was the big part of it. Then on top of that, it doesn't end. Oh, the geez. government had to get its money. Uh, every year <laughs> you pay the, the heavy vehicle use tax um, for every truck that's over registered over 55,000 pounds and, and ours that are registered at 80, it's 550 bucks. Right. Um, it's uh, actually yes, the, not the old, the old H vut. Yeah. The H, <laughs> yeah. There you go. The H vut. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was 2,200 bucks just for to, all four, just for all four. Trucks. Yeah. And it's usually, it's not technically due till August, but 
I had to pay it anyway for truck number, the new truck, truck number four, as getting it registered and the permits and everything. So I just paid for all of them while I was doing it. Yeah. Um, so all that, you add all that together and it's, it's a lot of money going out the door and that's a big chunk of why we, we had the loss. So, yeah. And with that context, actually 4,000 down for the month, it, not that bad. It wasn't that bad. Considering, yeah. yeah considering getting if, the new if you truck up take, and running and all that. The, there, a, a lot of that, you know, there, there's probably, you know, 6,000 for the truck, 2,200 for the, the, uh, um, 2290 or the for the heavy for the vehicle, the HVUT. Um, I'm going to start using that term. I, that's pretty good. I, if this is the only thing that I ever the, contribute the, to the industry, I'll be happy. The things you can just think up on the fly just astound me. So that and the turbo, I mean, you've got a good $15,000 swing plus right there. So, so yeah, not bad, not, not bad. bad. Uh, uh, and could have been worse. And with, the new truck on the road and the rates still looking good and heading into the fall and winter season um or i should say just late summer fall season you know holidays and all that like it, it's th- things are looking potentially they're, pretty they're good pretty right? good yeah and, and i think um this month's going to be a really good month for us i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure august is gonna so far august is looking really good and we're you know we're, we're pretty close to the end of the month Creeping up on the end yeah, yeah. absolutely Okay, good. So anything else uh, that we want to pull out from the profit and loss statement? Any any, uh, any other standout numbers? I think that, that about covers it. Yeah, okay. That was about it. So, right. so I, I, you know, kind of to tie it all into a pretty bow and, and relate back to Admiral McRaven's... Um, Admiral McRaven, my favorite name of all his, time now. His course, or his commencement speech. Um, you know, we, we had a bad month. You know, we, we prepared, we did everything we could. And money wasn't, you know, we, we had a little bit of a loss. It's a, a very explainable loss, but, you know, you, you, you can't get down. That kind of thing's going to happen. So as he says, we're just going to keep moving forward and, and this month should be a lot better. Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, all right. So with the numbers now under our belt, uh, Chris, let's do an impact tip. What do you got for me this week? Um, don't spend it all in one place. And this kind of comes back from the last PL we did. Obviously, we had a loss this month, but the last the month before, so in June, we had a really good it was month. A great like month we were talking yeah. about. Um, and it gets really tempting when you see those kind of numbers and that kind of profit to just go, you know what, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go blow it somewhere. I'm gonna go buy that big pickup truck or I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna, you know, go on that big fancy vacation to yeah, the African safari or something, you know. It, sure. Yeah whatever whatever your jam is so yeah don't do that so don't spend it all in place and this all in one place this is something that you've talked about a lot in the past and we're bringing it back as an impact tip uh basically the idea being you don't know what's going to happen right um and and so while this month may be a profitable month hey i I made twenty six thousand dollars for the company next month you might lose four yeah and so you know if you spent twenty six thousand dollars you're up a creek you're in trouble right yeah yeah so i you know it's one of my goals in life at this point i think to try to figure out how many different ways i can say the same thing (laughs) and so i think this is going to be a reoccurring theme in the impact tip is how many different ways can chris say 
save your money. Save your money. You know, be careful with your money. And, and I do want to... Okay, so first of all, that's hilarious because, yeah, this does come up a lot. I, I kind of want a t-shirt with your face and save your money on it. So, uh, we need a merch store, yeah, Chris. Yeah, that'd sell really well. We need a, we need a yeah. Holland Assets merch store. Yeah. Uh, no, but... Uh, oh, shoot. What, 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 what was I going to say? The image of you on a t-shirt... Uh, really just uh, it, it yeah, wiped, my, you're, wiped my brain you're done clean for here. the rest of the day aren't you <laughs> exactly what was i gonna say oh well who cares chris um save your save your money what was oh well what else you got on that just you know save it for that rainy day <laughs> like you're talking about you know especially if, if you're in growth mode and you're trying to grow your business mm -hmm. i mean you just you you've got to be super conservative with the extra money that you take out of the business yeah. for for other things so if you're in growth mode especially and you have a good month like that don't take it out. If you're kind of in a, you know, I'm happy with where I at, I'm at, I want to kind of stay where I'm at and I've got a decent amount of money saved, take a take a decent chunk out of it. Yeah. Then you can do that. Well, I was just going to say, that's actually the thing that I forgot that I was going to mention is that uh, you know, this is something that you that we harp on quite a lot, save your money, don't be stupid with uh, your profits. Um, but ultimately the profits are there for you as the business yeah. owner. So while you want to be careful with them, the reason you are trying to make the profits in the first place is to eventually at some point use them. Yep. So you joke about the pickup truck all the time, but hey, you know, if you had a year, a solid year where you were saving up a bunch of money and now you've got an extra 60K in the bank and you're ready to go spend it on a pickup truck, go you know, as long, yeah, as long as uh, it's not going to harm the business long-term, as long as you've got that in the bank and, you know, yep. it, it's it's there to be used eventually, right? Is yeah, absolutely, that fair? absolutely. And I, I, it's just kind of a fine line you've got to walk, right? You, you, I see far too many people take money out before they should, and that's what gets them in trouble. But there's nothing wrong with taking out and even big chunks of money as long as you've kind of got that good foundation laid and everything ready to go, you know, and, and, and a nest egg for the rainy day. If you've got that, then, you know, take, take everything above that out. That's fine. Nothing wrong with it. And in fact, in that kind of a situation, I encourage you to do it. I just wouldn't do it on a monthly basis. I think we've talked a little bit about this in the past is I like to, I kind of look at our businesses on a quarterly basis. And if there's excess money, you know, we, we look at the profitability for a quarter, um, you know, because that kind of helps even out the high and the low months. If you look at it on a quarter ba quarterly basis, and then we don't take money out any more than once a quarter. Right. It's kind of, um, we've talked in the past about fixed costs versus variable costs. You're going to have to make your truck payment every month, but your repair costs are going to fluctuate, right? Yep. Fixed versus variable. And what you don't want to do is create more fixed costs for yourself. Yep. Uh, that, that's going to just put more stress on you down the road. Yep. Fair? Yeah, yeah, because the, the fixed cost is it's one of those things that, you know, especially something like a, a, a truck payment or a lease on a building, you know, that's something that's going to last for a long, long time. And so it's going to last probably through some strong economies and it's going to last through some weak economies. So you've got to be sure if you're going to incur one of those fixed expenses that you're going to be able to keep making payments even when the economy is not running on full steam. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. There's our impact tip for the day. You've got the numbers. You've got the impact tip. You've got a, a brand new name to look up. Uh, General McRaven, or no, sorry, Admiral McRaven. Yeah, it's don't. So, he's a Navy guy. Yeah, so don't insult good. him. You got uh, a good catch. I'm glad you <laughs> caught that. You might as well call it gas, right, Chris? <laughs> um, uh, anyway, so 
yeah, I think that'll wrap us up for today. I just want to remind everybody, please go uh, to hollandassetsllc.com for the numbers that we talked about today. And also find us on YouTube. If you haven't yet, go check it out. Uh, we post all of these episodes on YouTube. So if you're sitting down, you want to actually see us talk, you can. <laughs> and who knows what else we'll be doing in the future on that YouTube channel. So we'd love to see you there. Uh, we can read those comments as well. So yeah, absolutely. Another, another place for people to make their voices heard. Uh, and we appreciate you listening to this episode. And uh, I'm good. You good, Chris? We good, good for the day? Yeah, until next time. All right. See you then. See you. Hello, everybody. Well, 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 well has, <laughs> that's a good start. Thank you. Yes, you're off. It's going to be a great day. Yeah, this is going to be a good show, I can tell already. <laughs>